Success Odyssey. Law of Attraction. New Thought. Spirituality. Holistic Healing. Motivational Practices. Body, Mind, and Spirit. Spiritual Awakening. The Power of Love. Universal Harmony. Transformation. Success Odyssey. Hi, I'm Brian Jude. I'm an ordinary person just like you. But more than that, I've realized I'm an extraordinary person just like you. So join me as together we embark on our success odyssey. Namaste and welcome to another episode of Success Odyssey. My name is Brian Jude. And once again this week, we have one of our mentor sessions where we bring on a guest uh, that shares with us their expertise in the field of law of attraction or success or any number of subjects that might be beneficial for you. And this week, I have Connie Nash, uh, who has her website, uh, Law of Attraction Success. And uh, she's doing a couple other things as well. And uh, Connie, why don't you introduce yourself? Hey, Brian. Um, it's so nice to be here with you. And I appreciate this opportunity. Um, I guess, you know, the best place to start is uh, I would consider myself a self-empowerment coach who specializes in universal law. Um, I have a deep passion for the law of attraction. I love teaching about it. I love helping people manifest the life of their dreams. Um, but I also like to take it a bit further and just really help them heal their hearts and find their true purpose and calling in life and, and really feel safe being authentically who they really are. And so I kind of use law of attraction as a platform, if you will, to kind of navigate people down that path. Okay. Uh, Here's a question that I actually hadn't spoken to you about before, but how did you get onto this path? Uh, Well, it's it's a bit of a long story. I don't even quite know. I think sometimes when you go through life and you have a lot of different experiences, you just kind of end up on the right path when you keep asking the right questions. And I guess um, what I would like to share with people, because I have no problem being really honest about my story and being really honest about where I came from, because I really think it helps people kind of relate, is that, you know, life was very, very challenging for me about six years ago. And I felt very lost. I felt very confused. I didn't really know what my purpose was or what I was supposed to do in this world. Or I was just really feeling stuck. I was in a job that I didn't want to be in. I didn't have any passion or fulfillment or real happiness in my life. And I I just didn't know what to do. And I didn't know where to turn. And and so um, the pain really got so severe of just not connecting to who I was and feeling like I could be myself that, um, you know, I actually uh, attempted to take my life. And in that moment, in that dark, dark moment, the answers started to come. And so what I ended up doing was just asking questions, you know, what is my purpose on this planet? You know, why am I going through this experience? And what I found out was the experiences that I went through actually showed me that I am someone who's supposed to help other people go through challenging life experiences. And so I just allowed myself to be led, literally led to people who could help me. And someone had introduced some some teachings around the law of attraction to me. Um, I think it was Neil Donald Walsh was my very first teacher and Gary Zukoff and a few others. And, you know, I just started absorbing this information like crazy. I just was drawn to it like a like a fly to honey. It was just natural for me. And so I just started studying it day and night and I just couldn't get enough. And I became a really big fan of the Abraham teachings through Abraham Hicks. And then I decided this is really fun. I want to help other people understand this stuff. And so when the movie The Secret came out and a lot of people had seen it, you know, there was a lot of fascination. Oh, I want to be able to manifest a car or a house or, you know, whatever. And I just kind of felt in my heart that there was more to the story. And so I took it upon myself to really get clear about how this really works, how energy works, these universal laws and principles and how they play in our daily lives. And so as it turns out, I got this Facebook page up and running law of attraction success with Connie and the outpouring of support was huge. And I just had lots and lots of people asking questions and there was a lot of curiosity about it and confusion at the same time. And so I, you know, I just sort of had a love affair with it and I've been doing it ever since and it's been really great. 
That's excellent. You know, it, it's really funny. Your story is not the only story that starts off with being in such a really dark, deep depression and somehow asking questions or somehow getting inspired with these answers that help pull you out. Uh, have you read Eckhart Tolle's story? Yes, I have. I'm very familiar with Eckhart Tolle. He's amazing. Um, he, he's he's a perfect example of, of what I'm talking about and kind of what I went through as well. Absolutely. And I've heard so many other people, too, have been to that point you know, where they feel like they can't go on. And that's the moment where they get you know, that divine inspiration to, to really seek out and understand these answers. So that's, that's excellent. That's excellent. So uh, with your Facebook page and uh, your web, what is your website address? Well, my website is alignwithlove.com. It's A-L-I-G-N uh, with W-I-T-H, love, L-O-V-E dot com. Um, you can also find me at ConnieNash.com. It just forwards right to the same site. Um, so that's that's the website. I'm working on getting more cohesiveness between the two pages, but I, I kind of started out with this law of attraction thing. And what I really found is the secret to law of attraction is to align with love, and that's where that name comes from. Gotcha. Okay. And so what kind of things do you offer uh, on the website and on the Facebook page? Well, thank you for asking that. Um, first, let's start with the uh, Facebook page because that's where people know me best, uh, the Law of Attraction Success with Connie. What I do there is I post three to five daily tips and strategies um, every single day to give people some encouragement, some inspiration, um, some clarity around things that uh, I tend to get a lot of questions about. And I, I will often post the work of other Law of Attraction teachers that I feel is a really pertinent message to either what my audience is asking for or what's going on in the world or, you know, for example, money is a, is a huge issue. So that's what you can find there. Um, I also have uh, an ebook available on Kindle, which you can order either from that site or from the uh, Align with Love site. I also offer coaching work uh, on the website. There is uh, a newsletter that you can sign up for that I send out monthly that's free. I also have some free Law of Attraction articles on my website as well. Oh, and I have an upcoming teleclass at the end of the month that you can read about on my website. Excellent. Can you tell us a little bit about that actually? Uh, I would love to. Um, I'm really excited about this. It's my very first teleclass. I haven't done this type of format before, but I'm really, really thrilled about it. I've been working on it for a long, long time, and um, it kind of came together as a result of just really listening to what people were asking for and where people were really feeling um, stuck and, and, and where they really needed some help. Uh, the title of, the, of this free teletraining – well, first of all, it's coming up October 25th. That's a Thursday – at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific. And the headline is, The Real Reason You Aren't Getting What You Want and How to Get It, Plus The Secret to Finding Your Purpose and How to Love Yourself. So it's a jam-packed agenda. Um, I'm going to be helping people uh, really get clearer about who they are and what they want. And so they're going to get um, a free gift from me during that teletraining where they will get a worksheet that I call the 10 essential questions to getting clear about your life. I'm going to help people kind of flush out their deepest pain, which is sort of the path I was on, which ultimately led me to my purpose. I'm going to help people do that right on the call, as well as I'm going to give them a very um, important and what I would consider to be the most important technique in terms of how to love yourself, where to start, and how to really make that process work. So this call, that call really is for anyone who's just tired of being stuck. They've got a burning desire to change their life. They really want to find how to get clear about who they are and what they want, and they want to know more about their purpose and true calling. That's so that's what's coming up. Great, great. You know, it, it's funny. This is a subject that keeps coming up uh, on this show is the idea of, uh, being inspired through your pain somehow or using pain as a transformation in some way. Uh, last week, uh, I had an interview with uh, an old friend of mine named Tom Ufert, who recently wrote a book called Adversity Builds Character. Um, and he is a quadriplegic uh, who has gone through several different disabilities and has been, you know, to the depths, you know, of, of you know, those points in life. And now he's seen the benefits that he's been able to learn through that, the, the strengths that he's been able to learn on a personal level because of these experiences. So I've, I've been 
really looking into that lately. But it's funny that you bring up Abraham Hicks as well, because lately I'll see posts from them uh, on their daily emails, how they talk about how suffering really isn't necessary. And it's, it's, it's such an interesting dichotomy because I'm trying to balance these two ideas in your head. What, what, what do you uh, th- have to think about that? What do you think about that? Well, it, it's, 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 a great, it's a great topic really to talk about. And, you know, one of the things that I hear most from people is, you know, first of all, struggle is optional. Suffering is optional. It is a choice. And the reason it's a choice is because you have complete control over your thoughts, The only reason why people get off course with that is they're not, I'll just say it the way it really is, they get lazy in their thinking. And when you're lazy in your thinking and you're not paying attention to how you feel and you're not understanding why what is showing up is showing up and you can't make the connection, then you are just attracting by default and you're not really mindful of how you could be attracting deliberately and creating the life that you really want through the own cho- your own choices of thought because it's really about perception Brian um, more than anything interesting yeah wow wow I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, I'm taking that in now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, one of the things that I that I heard and and I it kind of stuck with me is that, you know, people will say all the time, well, stuff just kind of shows up, you know, out of the blue. And and my response to that is, well, it's not showing up out of the blue. It's showing up out of the oblivious. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what that really means is and and no disrespect to anyone. It's just a matter of habit, really. But we're also conditioned to just sort of go through the motions and just sort of go through life asleep. And we're not paying attention to how we're feeling and we're not paying attention to our thoughts and we're not making the connection to what's showing up. And, you know, I, I know we're going to get to some frequently asked questions here in a few minutes. And, you know, the, the one that I probably get the most is, you know, people often say to me, why doesn't law of attraction work for me? You know, it's, it seems to work for other people. I'm pretty sure it's working for Oprah, but why isn't it working for me? (laughs) And, you know, and the truth is, and the truth is it is working for you. It cannot not work for you. It, you know, people work against themselves. Law of attraction is not working against them. And the way that people work against themselves is they're just not paying attention. You know, that if, if there, if there's one message that I really want to, drill home on this call is that people have got to start paying attention to how they're feeling and then take it the next step. They got to do something about it. You can't be feeling in a bad mood or feeling ornery or feeling frustrated and just decide, okay, I'm frustrated. I'm just going to keep attracting things that match frustration because I can't do anything about that. And the truth is you can do something about it. And I think where people go wrong is they try to make a quantum leap in a vibration shift and they're not able to do that. And what I mean by a vibration shift is emotions carry very strong vibrations of energy. Everything is a vibration of energy. Maybe that's something we should talk about for a minute to sort of back it up. I don't want people to get overwhelmed with energy vibrations and understanding physics and all of that because it's really not necessary. The only thing people need to understand is that they are energy first and foremost. They are nothing but molecules that are constantly vibrating at a certain frequency, right? That's what all matter is, basically. Exactly. Everything is energy, and everything is energy, and everything is just – the the difference between you and your computer or your desk or your chair is just the the frequency that the molecules are moving. And so – that kind of helps people sometimes because then they're like, oh, okay, well, if I'm just a bunch of molecules that are moving around, then I need to resonate with the same frequency of the molecules of these things that I want. And I say, yes, that's it. <laughs> that's all you have to do. And they say, well, Connie, I don't know how to do that. And I'm like, but, but you do know how to do that. It's, it's about feeling your way there, thinking your way there and feeling your way there. And the way that you do that is just paying attention to how you're feeling and try to move one small, I'm going to emphasize that, small baby incremental step closer to feeling relief in your body. When you have that feeling like, ah, 
when you have that feeling in your body, then you know you're moving incrementally up the ladder. If you're feeling frustrated and you try to go from frustration to joy, it's just not going to happen and you're not going to feel any better and then you're going to get even more frustrated. So the key is to just sort of move incrementally up the scale because the vibrations cannot make these big quantum jumps. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Now, let's say uh, someone is in a position where they don't want to be. They're in a dead-end job. Uh, they're not following their passion, and they would really like to. They're not, maybe not sure exactly what they should do to do about it. Uh, maybe they have an idea, but they don't know how to go about doing it. How can they use this kind of technique to get from point A to point B? Or um, perhaps it's A to Z in this case, uh, if we were talking about baby steps. Really, really good question, and 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 an important question, uh, I might add, because you know that is most people. You know, most people are going through life not where they want to be. Most people are at point A and they want to jump to Z, and they have no idea how to even get to B, much less Z. And so um, the thing to do is they have to, first of all, take their focus off the, on the areas of their life that are not working. Say, for example, they're in a job they don't like. Okay, take your focus off of that. If your health happens to be good, put your focus there and find things to appreciate what's working in your life. And if you start with that, that will start to raise your vibration incrementally so that you start to feel a little bit better about the things that are working. Maybe you have a lot of good friends. Maybe you have a really nice house. Maybe you really like your car. Maybe um, it's as simple as, you know, you love coffee and you have some in your house to go brew. You know, any little thing you can find to feel good about, any little thing that you can appreciate, and then you build from there. And then when you're starting to feel better, you'll have access to solutions to the job you don't want to be in. When you're feeling better, that's where you can start asking questions. Well, what do I really want to do? What do I love doing? What would really inspire me every day? Um, and never, ever, ever ask a why question. Always ask a what question or a how question. Why questions? Well, why questions are really, really disempowering and they put you in a victim state. An example of a why question is, well, why does everything always have to be this way? You know, why can't I figure this out? Why, you know, you see the energy in that? Like, why can't I figure this out? As opposed to what's possible for me? How can I figure this out? So that's like a little tip I want to give people because it, I'm telling you, as I said before, everything is a vibration of energy. And these little teeny nuances are so important because they have radical differences in vibration and what you start to attract. So when you start going from why me, victim, to what's possible, empowering, right? That's where you really start to turn your life around because you'll start to have access to the answers that you're really looking for. Well, not only that the why questions I, I was listening as you're saying it, they're very presumptive. Mm -hmm. You're presuming that you are in a situation that you can't get out of. Why am I in this situation? That it's you presume that you, that you're in a place where you're stuck, and, and you're questioning what's the reason for that. When you turn it around, you 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 you, you empower yourself. Right? There you go. It's such an excellent point, Brian, and I want to make sure everybody got that because that's a really big point that you just made. And, you know, here it is again. Um, you don't want to affirm what you don't want. And you're right. The why question really puts people back in that victim place of affirming what they don't want. Oh, OK, well, I am in a crappy job. Why am I in it? You know, as opposed to, well, I might not be where I really want to be, but I can appreciate some things about this, such as the paycheck, or I work with some really nice people, or it's a really short commute, or you know something like that. B but how can I have all of that and do what I love at the same time? You know, that's much more empowering. So that's something that will really help people immediately right out of gates. I think. Excellent. Excellent. So what are some other frequently asked questions about the law of attraction? Well, you know, I, I get these uh, mostly on my Facebook page. And what I did was I, I went through them and I did like a, a cut and paste in a Word document. And, and believe it or not, I have like 10 pages of questions. So I'm going to try to narrow this down a little bit so we're not on this call all night long. Sure. Sure. 
Um, I think, you know, we already addressed probably the, the number one question that I get asked and, you know, why doesn't law of attraction work for me? And I, I think we answered it. Um, it's really not about trying to make something happen or trying to force it or trying to, you know, uh, understand what's going wrong as much as it is about just relaxing <laughs> if i if i can give people one really solid message message and that is just relax just take a breath just go with the flow just choose this moment right now to be happy because honestly it's the only moment you have law of attraction is at play every moment of every single person's life and every single day it is never not at work it is a universal energy dynamic it is not a person who doesn't like you it is it is an energy dynamic it is it is god it is source it is you know all of these beautiful energies working in harmony with you it's just waiting for you to catch up that's it Johnny, so I have to interrupt you for a moment. What's amazing is I hear you say that, and that's a message that keeps showing up in my life recently over the past few weeks through a couple of the different podcasts that I listen to. That is one point right there that, you know, just just find those moments, you know, and in, in, if you have this crazy, busy, hectic time, what's so important is just to find those moments and just relax and enjoy yourself, even if it's just, you know, Something that might seem unproductive or mindless, that's exactly what you need sometimes. You know, when if, oh, if yeah. yeah, and it's it's you know, I'm I'm I could be a bit of a type A personality, you know, uh, you know, I go through periods where I'm working all the time. Uh, you know, I've you know, I, I, I work a variety of different uh, freelance jobs, you know, on top of that I, I have uh, two ch- children that I'm raising along with my wife, my work. My wife works a lot, so a lot of times it's me doing a lot of the domestic stuff while I'm trying to get my film career going, and it's just so much. And I neglect time to just sit and you know relax and maybe watch TV, you know, besides for research purposes, just you know for pure enjoyment. And you know, it, it, it's so true. That's the message keeps coming to me, and, and it's funny that you mentioned that right now. Yeah, sometimes the best thing you can do is just slow down, you know, Um, something that I think uh, will help you as well as, you know, people listening is um, one of the most effective tools there is in working in harmony with law of attraction or any other universal principle is honestly just just to close your eyes and take a deep breath. You know, you've got to breathe your life force energy is tied to the breath. And if you drink more water, if you take deep breaths, you know, I, like you, work quite a lot of hours and I'll find myself in front of this computer for, for 12 to 16 hours a day working on stuff. And I force myself now to get up and I go for a one hour walk. Mm-hmm. And at first I really freaked out. I was like, oh my God, I can't be gone an hour. Ah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> But you know what? My ever since I started doing that, my productivity has really gone up. Just getting out in nature, breathing deep, getting away from the computer, going for a walk. It has helped me. I don't miss it now. You know, I don't even care if it's raining. I, I go out for my walk because it helps me so much. Just get centered and grounded and feel good. See, I have to put myself back in that. You know, I may teach this stuff, but I'm also a student and I'm always learning and I'm always growing and I'm always, you know, um, going through these things as well, right with right with my people. So <laughs> no one's immune to it. Even Esther Hicks has her moments where she's attracting yeah. things she doesn't want, and 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 she's tied to the ultimate source. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. So, so um, so another really uh, frequent question that I get, and that apparently this is happening to a lot of people, and I'm going to kind of uh, group these together a little bit, is you know people have a tendency to really have trouble with other people, uh, a lot of issues with tr- attracting negative people, people who they work with that they don't want to be around. You know, how do I get rid of these negative people? Why am I attracting these annoying negative people? And a lot of times they don't like what I have to say about that, but, you know, I give it to them as universal law, as it's given to me, because really it's not coming from me, it's coming through me. And so what comes through me is this, you know, uh, you know, dear Connie, I'm, I'm struggling with coming from a loving place regarding people. You know, what do I do? And, you know, my answer to that is, first of all, the antidote to 
anything annoying is love. Love is the antidote to fear. Love is the antidote to hate, to anger, to frustration. All the negative emotions, love is the antidote. And so people say, well, gee, Connie, I can't love these people. I, don't, I can't stand these people, and you're asking me to love them? Yes, I am. Well, how do I do that? I can't do that. I don't like them. I can't love them. I'm like, well, I know that's not what you want to hear, but that is the answer. And, and, and I'm going to give you a very, very important tip to make this process easier. You do not have to send the love from you. You only have to send the love through you. Ooh. Okay. That, what does that mean? I, I'm going to say that again because that was really a big aha that I got one day. Because I had a rascal in my life that I didn't really want to deal with. And I was like, okay, why did I attract this person? You know, what are they showing me? <laughs> and I found out what it was. You know, first of all, everyone in your life is a teacher. Everyone is there to teach you something, to show you something. And if someone's pushing your buttons and they're making you feel negative emotion, they're the best teachers you can possibly have because they're showing you where you're out of alignment with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. God loves all these people. Source loves all these people. If you don't love these people, it just means you're not aligned with the part of you that loves them. And the gap between you and that is the pain. Okay. The gap between you and that is the pain. So when I say let the love flow through you, not from you, you can detach from it, from your ego self. The love is going to flow through you. As I said before, you're an energy being, okay? Energy flows. It does not get in you and get stuck there and then then it doesn't come out. It's constantly flowing, all right? So the love is all around you. It's going to, it's just energy. Think of it this way. Here's a good visual. Pretend that unconditional love is like a waterfall, And it's hitting the top of your head and it's just going to come through your body and out through your heart. It's going to come out through your feet. It's going to come out through you. Coming out through your heart is really where the love is going to have the most power because that's your heart energy center. So just imagine that you're standing in a waterfall and the water is flowing into the top of your head, but it's really love and it's coming out through your heart. And you're sending that out to the world and you're sending that out to the people you're having trouble with. If people can kind of get to that place and then it's not really coming from them, it's coming through them, they can sort of detach a little bit. Oh, I don't have to love them. I'm just going to let the love come through me. Now, hopefully I didn't just lose a bunch of people. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I have to say, you know, I I was with you and I'm thinking, uh, okay, wait a minute. What does that mean again? So. Okay, um, I don't want to confuse people or get people too hung up on this. What I'm saying is, you know, the love can come through you without coming from you. And that just means you can sort of detach from it and say, okay, I'm choosing to let God work its miracle through me and let this love just come right through me. Okay, I'm going to send this person love, but I'm I'm going to pull my ego self back and just detach from needing to love this person. So there's a difference between needing to love them and allowing them to feel love. Is that easier? I I think so. If someone wanted to take a baby step, if there was somebody that was really, 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 you know, that they felt like they hated, for example, in their life, Mm -hmm. uh, perhaps would it, would a appropriate baby step be to feel that, uh, I may not have to love them, but I could like them and that could help start that love to flow through me. Would that be a good baby step? Do you think? Well, sure. I mean, anything's better than hate. Um, That's a step up from hate. But a lot of times even like might be a stretch for people. So perhaps another way to do it might be to just say, "Okay, I don't like this person and I don't love this person. And even though that doesn't feel good in my body, because it won't, it won't feel good to say that. It won't feel good to think that. But even though it doesn't feel good or sound good coming out of my mouth, I'm just going to do the best I can here and give them the benefit of the doubt that they might be a good person and that there is someone in the world that loves them. And there's someone in the world that loves them for a good reason. So I'm going to give give them the benefit of the doubt that they're worthy of love and just let it go at that. And the other thing, too, is that you, you may uh, be able to love or like a person but not love what they're doing, for example. That's perfect. Perfect. Separate that. Yeah. That's perfect. And and here's the thing that I also want people to really hear. Um, choosing to unconditionally love another person, especially someone who's hurt you or someone who's difficult to love, it's a gift you give yourself, not them. 
it's really about you because you cannot love another person without loving yourself first. You cannot hate another person without hating yourself first. So it all begins with you because it's extending, you know, through you. It's coming through you. So it, it has to hit you first. Does that make sense? It makes I think it, to me it does. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, I hope it makes sense to everybody listening. It think of it that way. I'm going to choose to send this person good good vibrations. Don't even use the L word. <clears throat> I'm choosing to send this person good vibrations simply because it's a gift I give to myself, just like forgiveness. It's the same thing, really. It's a gift I give to myself, and it just feels good to do it, and I don't have to like them, and I don't have to love them, but I'm just going to allow these good thoughts to flow through me because it will nourish my body instead of poison it. Wow. Wow. That's that's a great point that you just brought up, too, which I think could be uh – Almost leading toward another subject, if you want to get into that. So sorry, as far yeah. as yeah, yeah, it is another subject, and we can touch on it. And I, I know exactly where you're headed, <laughs> and that is, you know, holding on to negative emotion is toxic. Holding on to negative emotion will manifest in a health condition. And so every single person, and and I didn't really have any questions about health, but health might be a good one to just touch on for a moment. Every single person struggling with a health condition right now. Um, it's hard to imagine this, I know, and your friend Morris Goodman is a perfect example of what I'm about to say, and that is um, you can heal your body, plain and simple, with your thoughts and your belief systems. Now, a lot of people don't understand how that's possible when they have a chronic health condition such as cancer or something really serious, and I know it sounds hard to imagine, but the reason it's possible is because you came from this divine perfect energy and you have the ability to re to align with that anytime you want to and when you align with that fully you're aligning with your natural state of health which is wellness there is no such thing as illness it is only an absence of wellness there's a difference there is no such thing as illness only an absence of wellness um i remember abraham saying once in a quote and i <laughs> it made me laugh it, it went like this. Um, why can't we grow new limbs? Why can't people grow new limbs? And Abraham's response to that was because you don't believe you can. Wow. <laughs> so if you – Morris Goodman understood this. He believed he could heal his body, you know, and he's the best example I can come up with right now. He believe, He's a miracle man for a reason. He believed he could heal his body, and he did. He didn't listen to what the doctor said. Nope. That was not his belief system. He had a different belief system. So I really want people to hear this. If you're suffering from a chronic health condition, forget about what other people tell you. You have to choose to heal your own body through your own beliefs and through your own positive affirmations that you can heal your body. And I'm not saying stop taking your medications or don't go to a doctor. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying use this process to work with your body rather than just believing what other people are telling you about it exclusively. So true. Wow. Okay, so what other questions? Uh, what other? Um, another big one I get is that people really struggle with feeling uh, disconnected and out of alignment and they don't know how to stay focused. Um, and I think uh, the problem is it's sort of like well, I, I have a good day and then I have a bad day and and when I have a good day, I know good things are happening, but then I get a setback, I have a bad day and then all the bad stuff starts to happen and how can I be a little more consistent with it? Um, and this just goes back to really practice, you know, practicing feeling good no matter what's going on in your life. And when you're facing, you know, some challenging circumstances, which I know a lot of people listening are – Whatever's working, go back to what I said before. Whatever is working in your life, focus on that. Focus on things to appreciate in the other areas of your life that make it easy. Because, see, when you find the thing that's working and it's easy to feel good about that, that will translate into the, all the other areas of your, of your life. So you don't have to feel good about money for money to improve. You can find something else in your life to feel good about. And that energy will allow the money thing to fix itself, provided that you're not focusing on the lack of money all the time. That is brilliant. <laughs> it's good news, right? It really is because you know it. It, it you you just 
Wow. That really, because a lot of people, of course, when they, even when they're desiring something that they want and they, they're trying to feel good about it, even when they desire it, their desire is from a position of lack. They desire, you know, an end of the lack of money. And they don't even realize that that's what they're doing. And right. that's, that's what, that's why they push things off, of course. But that's, that's interesting when you think about it, when you just start appreciating other things in your life. And you hear this all the time in the law of attraction, you know, be appreciative for the running water that you have, for the roof over your head, for the bed that you sleep in the night. Yes. Start your day off with those things. But I haven't really thought about why, I mean, other than just to get into that practice and maybe to raise your vibration. But now you're, you're tying it, uh, you're making it come full circle because you're saying, you know, through that, you can start improving everything in your life. Yes, but but here's the caveat to that, and and it's it does work that way. However, um, here's again what tends to trip people up. Um, well, Connie, yeah, I love I actually love my job, and uh, I have a great house, and a, oh, I I love my family, but you know I I have no money at the end of the month to pay my bills. I can't save anything. Uh, there's always an unexpected ex- expense showing up, and you know I. I'm all stressed out about money, even though these other things in my life are working out really well. Why is that? And it's it's really because here's what happens. Um, you have a really nice uh, evening with your family. You had a nice dinner and you, and you had fun and you did some things together. And then you got up the next day and you went to work and then, boom, you know, you're right back in that place of thinking about the money problems again. Or you get a bill in the mail that you didn't expect or – the, the credit card balance is larger than you anticipated and boom, your your vibration just just absolutely crashes to the ground because you're right back on this money thing even though you got all these other things to be happy about. So here's what I recommend people do in that case. Um, you've got to find a way to feel better about money even when you're focused on the other areas of your life that are working. And the only way to do that that I've found is very effective is to have general – got to go more general around the money – Meaning, you got to find ways to generally feel good about money, such as, I know that my money situation is temporary, or I love how it feels to have plenty of money. Because if you try to say, I have, if you try to affirm you have plenty of money and you don't, it doesn't work. You get kicked out. You're like, forget it. You're off in the bushes because it doesn't feel good. I don't have any mo- enough money. I can't say that. But you can say, I love how it feels to have plenty of money. I love how it feels um, to have extra money at the end of the month. You know, or I love the feeling of um, being able to go on vacation anywhere I want to go, things like that. Because we've all had those moments, you know, where maybe we've had a little bit of surplus of money. Maybe we've received a gift or something or some sort of bonus and had an extra chunk of money and we're able to do something with it and feel good about that. So it's something we could take ourselves back to, right? Yeah, and it, and it goes back to that incremental step that we talked about earlier and just finding that place of relief. And so the way that you know that you're just being um, you know, too specific with an affirmation, which I love that people like to practice those, is you know, you got to just go more general with it. Um, and, and the way that you do that is you know, just say, well, I believe things are getting better for me as I focus on my awareness of how much abundance I already have or – uh, I know this situation is temporary and I have the power to change it through my thoughts or I believe things are going to get better for me I, and I don't have to have all the answers right now. I, I know they'll come when I'm supposed to have them and you know, I'm feeling optimistic that my situation is improving and you know, just, just those are what I call general affirmations and they will put you right back on track so that way you don't have to feel so much anxiety. Um, on my walk, I was asking my own inner being – you know, how can I feel less anxious about money? <laughs> and the answer I got was so great by feeling less anxious about money. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I said, but wait a minute, I, how do I feel less anxious about money? And, you know, and, and, and I got it. I mean, I know it's so profound and so simple, but I really got it. And that is, okay, I just have to feel more trusting. Yes, yes, that's it. Be more trusting. The universe supports me always. I trust that I will have what I need when I need it. I always have. I have no reason to doubt that. You know, things like that. Um, I don't know if we have time, Brian, but I got a really good question about the lottery. Sure. Okay. You want to hear this one? 
Go for it. Um, I got someone had wrote to me and they they said, you know, I'm really good at manifesting things, except, you know, I've been for years I've been wanting to win the lottery and I'm always thinking positive and I'm always feeling good. You know, why can't I win the lottery? There's <laughs> uh, the why question. Yeah, and a lot of people ask me this uh, actually, and I say, you know, this is a very complex thing, this lottery thing. And I'm going to simplify it as best I can without writing a book on it. You know, the problem with something as big as this is that the gap is just too great from where you are to where you want to be. Meaning trying to think about having that amount of money is just not fathomable for most people. So you can't be a vibrational match to something you don't have. You can only be a vibrational match to something you already have. So people say, well, I don't have it. How can I – feel like I have it when I don't have it. And that is you have to imagine that it's already done in a vibrational form, meaning you can't see it with your senses, but it's there. You got to feel it. The the sense that you always have access to, the pre-manifestation, if you will, is the emotion. And the emotion is a manifestation. The physical is just taking the manifestation to the physical senses, but it's already done on the emotional level. So that's like the first thing. And then I gave her a couple of suggestions about it. I said, um, well, first of all, you need to just play just for the fun of it. Do not be attached to needing to win or because that is a vibrational mismatch. So, you know, what you need to do is just be completely detached from needing to win in order to feel good. If you play just for the fun of it, it lightens up the resistance a little bit and then you know you may have a chance at winning small amounts of money and when you do celebrate those and then they start to you know get bigger and bigger um and you know the other part of this is that the subconscious mind or the conscious mind rather knows what the odds are so when the conscious mind is very aware that these odds are just not in our favor it, it's a really hard thing to overcome so the people who have won, you know, people also ask me this, well, how do these people who are completely unaware of the law of attraction win the lottery? And I say it's really about their detachment. They're just not attached. They get up and go to work every day. Whether they expect to win or not doesn't matter. They just play for the, for the heck of it. You know, they're not really expecting to win, but they're not really expecting to lose. They just don't care. They're just not attached. And so, you know, that's probably the main reason why they win. Speaking on the subject of the lottery now, what about uh, the people who do win the lottery and <laughs> have trouble holding on to their winnings? Yeah, well, that, that goes back to belief systems. Um, somewhere there's an unconscious belief that they don't deserve the money or um, the money is somehow tied to some pain that they haven't tapped into. That That's a really complex subject. Um, we have to get into another call, but yeah, yeah that, that's we really should, that, that also, I think ties into so many other aspects about people's lives, not just winning the lottery, but you know, the, the feeling of not deserving something. I mean, think about that. I bet you know that be in someone's life. Well, I say that belief is the essential component to manifestation and belief is at the heart of what you manifest. You cannot manifest something other than what you believe. And so every single thing that you believe that your belief systems are tied to, that's what shows up. So that's ultimately what it comes down to. And a belief is really just a practice thought, a habitual pattern of thinking and feeling. And the problem for most people, again, is that it's not conscious. You know, most people aren't aware of those unconscious beliefs that are the magnets that are pulling to them things that match those unconscious beliefs. Like when you were seven years old and your mother said, you can't have that. And you said, why not? Well, because we don't have enough money. Um, you know, those kinds of things establish a pattern very early in life that people manifest over and over and over. And then 30 years later, they can't understand why they don't have any money. And when they do have hands on their money, they lose it. It's it's because they're conditioned and programmed to get rid of money because they were told they couldn't have it. Mm. So, I mean, it's a really, really complex thing. And what I would invite people to do is just, you know, maybe take some time one day and just start journaling about what their beliefs are, you know, what their real beliefs are. And I do a lot of this work within my coaching practice. I do. I'm going to be doing some of this um 
in a in a teleseries that I'm going to be releasing later on. So it's a big it's a big issue, and I'm really glad that you mentioned it because beliefs um, are it; they're vital to what you attract. Absolutely. Tony, let me ask you this: What if, without you know, giving away too much personal information, what would you say, or what could you say about maybe one of your greatest success stories as far as your clients go? What were you able to? Uh, if you have a, a particular client that you might have been able to bring from one point to another and to a point that might have amazed you, it's like, wow, you know, I was able to help this person do something really amazing. Can you talk about that, perhaps? Um, sure. Well, yeah, I have a few. Um, probably I'm trying to think of one that people will be able to relate to the most. Um, a lot of the coaching work that I do is around helping people manifest into their life what it is they want and less of what they don't want. Um, I had a client who was um, in a situation where she really didn't like her job and she was trying to decide if she should retire or find another job. And she was at a place where she could actually leave without needing to work. She had built up enough of a pension where she could just walk away from this job. She could retire and have enough money to live on and never have to work again. And she was only in her 50s. And I said, oh, my God, you're holding on to a winning lottery ticket and you need to ask me what to do. (laughs) You know, it was like, what? (laughs) But what I found was that she really had a lot of things going on that weren't um, satisfying in her life. And she felt the need to work so that she had some sort of um, feeling of of fulfillment. And so the long story short, um, we worked together for a short period of time and she ended up uh, not only manifesting uh, a brand new home and a brand new city and a brand new life, but she, you know, was able to really connect how she had been attracting certain negative situations in her life. She was able to sort of ship that and she attracted the perfect realtor that led her to the perfect house in the perfect location and everything just boom, 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 lined up for her. And as she paid attention to how she was feeling um, and she paid attention to all these synchronicities that were lining up for her, she started to get it. She's like, Connie, you wouldn't believe it. You know, I, I, I did what you told me to do and, and, and I was feeling really good and I was listening to my hunches. I, I always ignored them in the past, but now I don't. I listened to my hunches and it led me to this person who led me to this person who led me to this house. And, you know, so um, she she's just manifesting stuff like crazy because she finally got it. She said, all I have to do is relax and feel good and listen to my hunches, which is the inspired action. Absolutely. Um, and then stuff just shows up. It, she says it was so effortless. It was so easy. I said, yes, because you're paddling, you're, you're riding the current downstream. You're not trying to paddle upstream by staying in a situation that's not working for you because out of fear. So, um, you know, she just came back from a, from a, an experience that I had recommended to her. And she broke through some fears that were pretty big in her life. And, you know, she's just a changed person. And it's so magical for me to see this. You know, these transformations are just so inspiring to me. <laughs> um, it's really fun. It's a, she's a really great success story. That's excellent. Look, Connie, it's obvious that you love what you do. And, uh, <laughs> yes, I do. I'm very fortunate. Yes. Uh, if anyone is interested in your services, what is a great way that they can get in touch with you? Um, well, thank you for asking that. Probably the best way to reach me is is through my website, uh, alignwithlove.com, or they can go to connienash.com, and they can register for my upcoming teleclass that's coming up uh, in October. The uh, Let's see. If they go to my website, they can just click on free teletraining and they'll be able to register there um they can also find me on facebook under law of attraction success with connie okay and uh they can also follow you on twitter as well yes i'm uh, under twitter at align with love excellent excellent now uh before we wrap this up and I, i connie i think you're right i think i would love to schedule another interview with you at some point because i know you have a lot more to share uh and you know we could go on forever with a lot of these things i think too but um in in the meantime what was maybe one thing that you would definitely want to make sure the listeners know uh above and beyond anything else right now today that might be able to change their lives 
Okay. Yeah, I'm going to see how I can sum this up for people kind of to make it easy for them. Sure. Um, I would say to them that manifesting is really just about allowing and allowing is about resonating and resonating is about feeling the essence of it. And since what you want would feel good to you, you just got to feel good and practice feeling good. And I think a lot of times people misconstrue what law of attraction is, thinking it's not working. Well, it, it, it is working for them. They have to remember that. And the only time that it ever appears that it isn't working for them is through their own resistant thought. And the way that they remove the resistant thought is to just incrementally feel as good as they can in the moment where they are. And that's another big piece. It's just to accept what is. Make peace with today. Accept what is. Go with the flow. Be easy and playful about things. Breathe. You know, um, just when you can really start to habitualize these practices, miracles will start to unfold. And then when they start to make the connection, it gives them the momentum to sort of keep going with it. And so um, that that's really it. It's just caring enough about how you feel. And when you're not feeling good, do something about it and feel as good as you can where you are. That's great. I usually like to give my listeners a little bit of homework with each episode, and I think you've just given that homework assignment right there. Oh, good. <laughs> to get into a habit uh, of feeling good, uh, taking notice of the things around you, having gratitude for the things around you, and uh, do it in baby steps, I think is the most important thing that you probably mentioned, too, and uh, in, in, in doing it gradually. Absolutely. So, so uh, that's the homework that I want uh, the listeners to do. And uh, if you see any results in your life, I would love to hear what those results are. And uh, let me know. You can leave comments on each episode of my blog, of course, at successodyssey.wordpress.com. Uh, you can email me at successodysseypodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the Facebook page, uh, which is actually now uh, facebook.com slash successodyssey. And uh, like that page, and of course, like uh, you know, click the like button on uh, Law of Attraction Success with Connie's uh, on Facebook as well. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter.com/slash/success-odyssey, and uh, of course, leave a comment in iTunes by searching for Success Odyssey in the iTunes Store. Uh, subscribe to this and other great shows on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com. Check that out. And uh, we're also on the Overnightscape Underground at onsug.com. Connie, once again, I want to thank you very much for uh, being on this show. And I uh, really, really appreciate it. And I, I really would love to schedule another time with you because this is great. I would love to, Brian. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It was it was really great fun being with you. And, and I'm really, really pleased to to be here and look forward to the next time. My pleasure. And uh, listeners, don't forget, October 25th is the uh, training call, the, the, um, the yes. live call with Connie. And that's what time again? Uh, it's 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Pacific. 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Check out uh, alignwithlove.com uh, for the details there. Check that out. And of course, as always, I want you to remember you are already living the life of a successful person. Be the successful person that you are and continue your journey of success with me. I thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Namaste. Namaste.